0: Welcome to From Fear to Fire. Secrets to overcome fear, embrace your gifts, and achieve success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And today's quote is by E.E. E. Cummings It takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. Love that quote. And I also love our guest today. We've got Kate Pazesnik, who is a resume and LinkedIn profile writer, career coach, and the founder of Quirk, a personal branding and career consulting firm that was established to help accelerate the careers of executives and rising professionals seeking personal fulfillment and life Satisfaction, don't we all want that? The foundation of Kate's expertise includes an English degree, 20 years of writing experience, several career transitions of her own, And we're gonna learn a little bit more about that. I'm sure when she's not working with clients, Kate serves on the advisory council for the career thought leaders, an organization committed to delivering thought leadership trends and leading edge training to advance the careers industry. I am so happy to welcome Kate. How are you? hi heather it's great to be here i'm doing fantastic how you doing oh fabulous as always we're gonna have lots of energy kate and i have done some things before and she is a fireball so you're going to love her you know i think that i just want to dive right into it so how did you end up transitioning into the career space
1: well, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, I was never the kid who knew what they wanted to be when they grew up. Yeah. Although for about six months in third grade, I did want to be a rock star. So that was my brief time I of a brief are. moment of clarity. Yeah, <laughs> Aww, you are nice. a rock star. You, you made it. <laughs> I I'm just the rock star who is not wearing the tube top that was in the picture <laughs> that I drew in third grade. But yes, I, I guess I am a sort of rock star. Thank you. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I I never had that sense of clarity when I was young and my career has primarily been made up of transitions. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way that I got into uh, the career space that I'm in now is sort of serendipitous. It was really a culmination of um, my past career history, um, a desire to meet new people and help other people live a more meaningful and fruitful life. And um, you know, I'd had some jobs that just weren't a great fit culturally, um, or the role wasn't wasn't aligned to the greatest strengths that I had. And, and one thing I struggled with was I would sometimes lose interest um, and or become bored. or once I' had tackled something and felt like I had a good grasp, I was ready for the next challenge. And I found later on, um, and this explained a whole lot, that I also was struggling with ADHD, and I wasn't diagnosed until my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was several years ago. And that helped explain why I transitioned careers. But I think ultimately, um, ADHD is what may have helped me in this because of this desire to do lots of different things things and to constantly be learning and constantly being challenged, I was able to switch gear because that is a lot of what ADHD can bring to people is Mm -hmm. always needing to switch gears or having difficulty doing so. And so uh, fast forward to about uh, three or four years ago, I was feeling unfulfilled in the job I was currently had. And I was starting to look for some alternative positions. Um, And around the same time, a a former colleague of mine um, reached out to me because he knew I was a strong writer and he had just gone out on his own to create an executive coaching program. And he was looking for someone who could do some personal branding work, starting with resume writing and LinkedIn profile development. Mm -hmm. And so he comes to me and says, Kate, you know, would you be interested in taking this on part-time just to see if you liked it? It'd be, you know, I'd pay you great. And it would also be a, a great value add for my clients. So I said, okay, And so um, my first contract gig was writing resumes and LinkedIn profiles for the NCAA's senior IT executives. That's the organization that um, oversees college athletics here in the U.S. And so that was a really great experience. And I ended up really liking it. Mm. And I found that the relationships I had built, built with IT executives in my former position equipped me well for um, assisting them through their career endeavors. And so that was sort of a long, long securitous way of of telling you how I ended up where I'm at. But (laughs) I think it's worth noting that most people's careers are like that these days. Yes.
0: But you know, it's interesting because while you, um, with your desire for variety, you know, thrive in a state of transition. There are a lot of people who maybe have had the same position for a very long time. They love that stability and they're really struggling right now. Do you have any
1: suggestions for them? Yes. I would say, you know, the first thing you need to do is think about is, is the right thing to make a career change? Mm. You know, is, is that one option to be, to be looking at, um, you know, are there ways to make uh, the position that you have now at your current organization? Is there a way to modify it or change it? So it's better aligned with your values and what skills you'd like to be using. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also encourage people to be very introspective and in thinking about what it really is they want. And before they decide to make a transition, really identifying what are my values? Yes. What is important to me? What, how do I want to spend my day? What types of people do I want to collaborate with? Mm -hmm. What skills do I want to uh, use and continue to build? And what skills are some that I'd like to leave behind? I think those are some really important things to be thinking about when you are in a position, you've been stuck in the job that you're in, Mm -hmm. um, you've got some longevity and you haven't made a career shift. I think a lot of it starts with really getting back in touch with who you are and what's most important to you.
0: You know, I love when we can leave our listeners with something that they can they can action right away. So thank you so much. Uh, We're not done, but we did get check that off. That's fantastic. Now, I know that you made a pretty big shift from stay at home mom to the tech world. Is that when you transitioned into um, the, the resume and LinkedIn profile writing or was that for
1: something else? Oh yeah, that's a great question. So my transition from being a stay at home mom to entering the tech world um, happened a few years back and wasn't, there was actually a transition before I went into the career space in between those two things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can focus a little bit on the transition I made from stay at home mom Mm -hmm. into the tech world or we can talk a little bit about the transition I made from Uh, Consulting sales into the career space. What do you think might be most interesting? I think a lot of people struggle with these gaps in their employment. So maybe talking a little bit about that. I like that. So I think I'm finding a lot of people that are in situations, maybe not even a stay at home mom per se but particularly in the last couple of years where um, an individual has had to stay home to take care of an ill parent mm-hmm. or another family member who needs assistance, or maybe they themselves needed to take time off to take care of their, their health. So for whatever reason you've had a gap in your resume, this should, uh, this should help you. I struggled uh, being a stay at home mom for me was the hardest job I'd ever had. Yeah. And I, felt after a few years that I was really ready to shift back to using my brain in a different way. Mm -hmm. And that meant, you know, shifting into a different career, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. Heather, from, from the beginning, I have done everything from bartending to teaching marine science to children, to editing in academia, to IT consulting sales. So I had all this different industry experience, very different roles, nonprofit, public, um, and so I'm, I was trying to think, what am I going to do with this hodgepodge of, of job experience I've got? And to tell you the truth, what I did is I sat down, I wrote down everything that was important to me, um, similar to the advice I shared earlier about being clear on what I needed for myself and my family, what financial situation I needed to be in. And I got clear on that before I started looking for a job. Smart. Yeah, that is really smart.
0: Now, if if people, you know, they're not really sure, what if they're not sure whether it's the right time to make a career change? How, ah. how do you know?
1: Yeah. So here are some key indicators. If you are dreading Sunday nights, it might be time to make a career change. They call it the Sunday Scaries, and it is real. If you've oh, ever Sunday been in a job, scaries. That's yes, awesome. <laughs> I just learned that term. But I really do think there's a lot of truth to it. And and anyone who's been in a in a job that just wasn't the right fit or had grown grown stagnant for them has felt that way. That dread. Um, maybe you feel anxious when you think about work, or when you're at work, or you're feeling unfulfilled or unmotivated in general. Um, perhaps you feel you aren't valued at that point. It could be time to make a change or you're not being paid what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Sister, we know you gotta mm-hmm. be paid what you're worth, mm-hmm. what your value is, um, or your health is declining. Um, those are some Those are some things that would, I would encourage someone to give some thought about uh, changing the career if they were experiencing any of those things.
0: Okay, let's take the other side of things. Let's say that due to external situations, your position that you may have liked no longer exists. And this career change is forced upon you. Then what? Like, what how can somebody kick off a career transition who, you know, maybe it wasn't their first choice?
1: Yeah, that's a tricky situation and certainly one a lot of folks have found themselves in. Um, and so the first thing I would do is, is there anywhere else in the organization you could fit in, in a different capacity? Is there a, you know, a shift that you could make in responsibilities and still stay put? If that is not an option or it is not an attractive option for you, mm-hmm. then I would say, take a step back, be clear on what you want to do. Um, like we discussed before, writing, um, identifying your personal values mm-hmm. and then writing a value statement that incorporates them. That statement can be really helpful when you need, need to make big decisions like making a career shift. Mm-hmm. And then um, start doing some research, you know, determine, do you want to stay in the, in the role that you're in now or do you want to shift into a different position altogether? Maybe you are switching from the healthcare industry to tech. Do some homework and find out you know, what what strengths or characteristics or qualifications and requirements are uh, necessary for that job and decide whether it would be a good fit. And then start reaching out to people who are already in that role uh, for informational interviews where you can find out, you know, what is it like to work in this industry or what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in your role to get a better sense of whether or not it would be a good fit for you. Um, And then, you know, one thing I'll mention, Heather, is there are a couple different types of transitions you can make, and one is a little bit easier than the other. And and those transitions are either um, changing the role that you're in, but staying in the same industry, Mm -hmm. or changing industries, but remaining in the same role or you also have the third alternate option which is changing your role and industry simultaneously mm. now you can imagine that changing your role and industry at the same time is going to be a bigger shift and that's a little trickier whereas if you're staying with the same role or staying with the same industry you can say you have experience so that's another thing i would urge listeners to think about is you know determining what kind of shift you're going to make and being gaining clarity on what those jobs are based on informational interviews and doing your own homework.
0: You know, and it all just comes down to what you have already mentioned, and that has to do with reflecting, really taking the time to sit down and ask yourself these important questions and discover what you really want. And a a lot of people get into this state of fear and they, they don't take the time for that. They don't maybe think that they have choices but it's really important to to be conscious of the choices that you have and to not give up your power, right?
1: Yeah, I I agree. Fear can, um, it can certainly hold us back from realizing our potential. And I think we all struggle with some type of fear and particularly when we are making big life changes such as making a shift in your career.
0: So when people are going through some of these challenges and when it comes to transitioning into a new career maybe are there one challenges that we haven't discussed yet and if so how can people overcome them how do they move forward
1: well one thing i think worth noting is you know don't make the mistake of choosing a career path solely based on the strength of the industry or the trendiness of the role, or the pay of a certain position. That is a mistake or or, or a challenge that people um, can can put themselves into. So that's where research comes into play and also being introspective and really being certain on what's most important to you. Mm -hmm. And then some other challenges that I I run into a lot um, or, or that clients have is a lack of confidence. And it's so easy to lose our confidence when we've been furloughed or we've had to leave a job because of sheer exhaustion and need to take care of our health. Mm -hmm. And so it it can take some time to build that confidence back up. But one way you can overcome that is take some courses, you know, refresh your skill set, join, uh, sign up for a boot camp. You know, you could start a degree or get some other type of training. Oftentimes that boosts people's confidence Um, I also like, you know, this is so old school, but write down your greatest strengths and accomplishments, Mm -hmm. um, particularly as they might relate to success and the jobs that you're looking at, um, because that can really boost your confidence and then also just the simple uh, process of brushing up your resume and LinkedIn profile can help because it's forcing you to go back and remember uh, or recall the things that you do or did best. And so that can also help with, with confidence.
0: Oh, these are great, great suggestions. And, and since we have resume and LinkedIn profile writer expertise right here, do you have any specific advice for someone who wants to spruce it up? Somebody who, you know, like one or two little things that they can do right away.
1: Mm. Well, I would say one thing would be having um, a very strong summary, it's traditionally known as an objective statement, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll call it a summary for this, this, uh, this situation, basically uh, a two to three line Section on your professional accomplishments, maybe the niche industry or role that you're in, some of the greatest strengths that you bring to an employer, and then I always like for for people to add some characteristics about them personally, about their behavior or the way that they function in the workplace. That gives people a sense of what they're like to work with, such so okay. as empathetic or compassionate or good problem solver. Mm. Um, So that would be one thing is the summary. The other is the general appearance of the resume is give it a fresh modern appearance, Um, omit Times New Roman and go for something a little fresh like a Calibri. So those are a couple little tips. Um, There are several other things that you could do but that's a good start.
0: Oh, those are great suggestions. Thank you so much, Kate. Now, you know, with the, the name of the show from Fear to Fire, you know you probably are expecting me to ask you about a fear or a challenge or a difficult time that you personally had. Do you did you learn any lessons from from a
1: situation like that that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, I've had several fears and I've overcome a lot of challenges, like we all have. But I will say, that the time I was probably most terrified, which was, was my last career transition, and I left my secure, stable, six-figure job to become an entrepreneur, mm. uh, to, to become a personal branding and, and career coach. Things that were very scary to me were finances. How would I make this work? At, at the time, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, I was going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. Uh, my father came, uh, was diagnosed with dementia and then cancer within a year later, I had moved. So all these big transitions were taking place. I was worried, am I going to make enough money? Would I be good enough at being a career coach? And would I be able to balance, uh, the work piece of being a business owner and still be able to be a good mother and friend and partner? Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the things that i found, Um, that are helpful is, you know, just getting experience, Mm -hmm. um, demonstrating patience and being consistent. Those are all critical, both in, you know, entrepreneurship and as an individual contributor. And so some of the tips that I would have for making career transitions to overcome some challenges or fears would be thinking about money. We all have to think about money. It's a taboo topic for some reason, um, but you need to be thinking about, If I'm going to take a pay cut because I'm making a career transition, save more money than you think you're going to need to make the transition. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Reach out to other people. They will help you. People love to help. (laughs) So don't be afraid to ask others for assistance. Mm -hmm. I would also encourage people to keep an open mind and be willing to fail a whole lot. Um, And so, yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll end on that though. You can add anything
0: else you want to add. You're on a roll girlfriend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you know, it is like, it's so hard to overcome these fears, especially if you don't feel like you have a good support system. Mm-hmm. That's where I would say, you've got to take good care of yourself. Be kind when you're going through a, cre- a career transition, Um, Do some extra self-care to make sure that you are balancing the things you need to do, whether you're still working and have a family, as well as job hunting or transitioning your career. Um, So important. And the other thing, you know, I think for people to think about, Heather, is if you're making a big shift in your career, try to have stability, or consistency in other parts of your life at that time. Mm -hmm. I can speak from personal experience of trying to help my father who is ill sell his business, concurrently start my own business and, you know, deal with a divorce. So much change in such a short amount of time that I would urge, you know, if you can wait to make a career transition when there are not other major life change is happening. That is ideal. If you can't help that, like many of us are in situations that way, then be extra kind and ask people for help.
0: I am with you. I think that we, we get afraid to ask for help. I mean, I I'll raise my hand as being someone who is definitely getting a lot better at it now, but I used to be terrible at it, but people do want to help. So, you know, if you just ask, people are going to come forward, they'll help you out. It's amazing what I found, what I've gotten over my own fear of it and just asked for help. Now, I know, Kate, that you are, you're, you're seen as a trusted partner in the industry and and trust is a big part of, you know, what you do and what you, you consciously build. Do you have any either? you know, thoughts on this or suggestions for people who, who want to, you know, who want to honor that side of themselves or, or how they show up for people? Oh, in terms of
1: being able to build trust with others. Um, yes. So one of the first thing that comes to mind is being your authentic self, Mm -hmm. be you, because it's hard to trust anyone. If you get this sense that they're not, being up front or you, you think they're not being up front or they're not quite who they say they're that comes from someone not being their authentic self you there may not be anything that you're you know you may not be faking or making up anything but if you aren't you other people sense something's off and they're less likely to trust you at least not as quickly so I would say being real um I would also say be okay with being vulnerable that also builds trust. Um, For me, I am who I am. Mm -hmm. And so that draws a lot of people in and it also repels some people. And that is okay. You're not going to be able to build relationships with everyone. You're not for everyone. That's okay. But to build trust, I think putting yourself out there, being yourself, being vulnerable, sharing your own experiences, I think that is, is part of the foundation of how trust is built. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I love
0: that. Now, I'm sure that people are going to want to know how to reach you. I know you have a special offer for our listeners. Could you share a little bit about how people can find you and anything else that you want them to know?
1: Absolutely. Um, I can be found probably the easiest places on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um My LinkedIn address is www.linkedin.com forward slash N forward slash K Puzesnik, K-P-O-Z-E-Z-N-I-K. Heather's going to write this down. I will make sure that you can just (laughs) click on it.
0: Listeners, don't worry. We'll put it in there. Tell us about your special offer.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm super excited to offer your listeners a comprehensive resume review that includes an expertly written resume and cover letter template set. Now, normally Um, This is a $300 service. I'm offering it to you folks for $250. If you're about to make a career transition, this is the type of service and activity that is going to help you get your resume in tip-top shape so that it's focused and aligned to the positions you're looking for, Mm -hmm. and also really uh, does a good job of demonstrating the value that you bring to organizations. So um, I'd absolutely love to hear from you and help you make your next career transition a smooth one and a successful one.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for that offer. That is really awesome. So it's time. It's time for your final parting words of wisdom. What do you want
1: people to leave with? Mm. So my parting words would be, don't get discouraged. Uh, find people who are like-minded and, and looking to better themselves, to level up, to upskill and surround yourself by those people that will help. Um, And I would also um, consider a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. Um, That is something that can be very helpful. And I include the littlest wins of the day, you know, down to I made the perfect cup of coffee, or, you know, one of my client's um, got their first interview. Those are, are, those are all the wins that, that I types of wins I write down. And that can be really helpful when you get discouraged or down on yourself.
0: I love a gratitude journal and all of your suggestions today, Kate, this has been, chock full of actionable tips. I'm just so grateful. And I'm I'm sure that our listeners are as well. Listeners, if you love this, share it, leave us a review and reach out to Kate, check the uh, the show notes for how to just click and get right to her LinkedIn profile or
1: the special offer that she has. Kate, thank you again. You've been amazing. It was such a pleasure, Heather. Thank you so much for having me on as a guest. I really enjoyed our conversation today.